Jonathan Faulkner and you're listening to Gen Z Academy podcast where we school you on the minds of this generation this is our very first episode myself and my co-host Jonathan are super excited to share our opinions with you all our other co-host Elizabeth sadly cannot be with us this episode but will be back very soon every week we will be breaking down each of the following topics a social issue, a pop culture topic, and a special segment we like to call Cancel or Save. So, Jonathan, how are you doing today? You know what, Jaden? You know, I can't complain. I mean, I woke up, went to work, and I'm excited to be part of this new experience with the Gen Z Academy family. Now that we've gotten that out the way, let's dive into our first topic. For our social issue, we will be discussing the infamous coronavirus, aka COVID-19. The coronavirus is a deadly respiratory virus that has affected the population on a global scale, first detected in Wuhan, China. This country has been on lockdown since March of 2020. Yes, I said March. With states reopening services very slowly, On Sunday, August 23rd, there was a reported 768 new cases and four additional deaths in Michigan alone. Now, the question is, when will corona be over? And will things ever get back to normal? Johnny, what do you think? Well, that's a good question. And I think of it like this. Coronavirus is essentially something like the flu, but, you know, of course, more deadlier. Um, and there is no way to get rid of the flu, right? Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, I mean, you can take stuff to slow it down. So I believe, I don't believe the coronavirus will ever be over, but I feel mm-hmm. like there's certain measures and um, guidelines that we can follow in order to slow the spread. Yeah, exactly. And the guidelines that the CDC have given us, you know, social distancing, uh, wearing a mask, uh, wearing gloves. There's so many things that people need to do for us to be in a position where we're somewhat back to normal. I don't think that we're ever going to get to what we used to call as normal. I think we're going to have to adjust to this new normal, this new social distancing in certain places, this wearing masks often, you know, a lot of things are going to change. And I feel like people aren't ready for that change and aren't expecting it, but it's going to come. And and I know that it will because people are still going to have that fear of what if I catch it? What if, you know, it's a big spread like it was back in March? Just to see now, yes, it's kind of slowed down, but it's still even, you know, as bad. And so just people really need to do their part and help end Corona, (laughs) 
And Jaden, to piggyback off of what you just said, you brought up an amazing point. You said the new normal. So it's not, instead of asking, you know, would things go back to normal? It's not about will things go back to normal. It's how do we adapt to the new normal? Yeah. Yeah. How do we use this experience and learn from it and keep it from happening again? Or how do we prepare ourselves happening again because I've heard things that there might be a second wave and I wouldn't necessarily say that we handled the first wave right but how can we prepare ourselves for the second wave exactly exactly that's exactly how I feel how are we going to prepare ourselves you know if something like this comes back or even something different way deadlier comes and and you know is a big pandemic how are we going to handle that are we going to take that seriously or are we just going to play around like we did with corona you know i never can understand people's issue with wearing a mask or social distancing because in the ending of the day you have to see that it's your family it's your friends it's their family it's their friends so it's it trickles down it's like a chain it trickles down and people really need to know that this is something serious and we need to be prepared to do anything we can to slow this down. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. For a pop culture topic. Yes. Oh. I have not been any more ready, Jaden. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. For our pop culture, we will be discussing the new number one hit song, WAP, by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. WAP has gained a lot of attention, and not just from the public, but from the billboards as well, breaking numerous records, such as being the biggest 24-hour debut for an all-female collaboration on YouTube, first female rap collaboration to debut at number one, and also debuted 93 million U.S. streams, the most for a song in an opening week in history. I mean, that's amazing. But It is, especially for female artists. Exactly. Female artists do not have that ability to control the crowd as much because people don't respect them and their craft as much as they do men. But all that... Through all this success, the big question everyone is asking is, is female rap too vulgar? Is it, is it too raunchy? And Come for on. Me, I personally think you can't say that without saying male rap is just as vulgar, just as raunchy. I was they- just going to say, because when, you know, and sorry to interrupt, but no, that, that is just not fair, because when... Rappers like T Grizzly, Lil Wayne, um, you know, other rappers, when they do it, it's a banger. But when these female rappers rap about their body parts or, you know, the way their body is made, the way their body functions, it's not okay. But men can rap about females' bodies and how they take advantage of them. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. You can't say, you can't say, that this is wrong when we accept something that's the exact same thing. You just, you cannot put females in a situation where they now have to only rap about the struggle and only rap about certain things when males can rap about everything and anything they want. 
And I do understand people's like, well, it's it's too much, you know, the kids, the kids. Guess but what though? On that is, you know, you are your you are the parent of your kids. You can tr- you can control what your kids see and don't see. And yes, your kids exactly. can see certain things on social media because we live in that generation. We live in a generation where you can ease, get easy access to things because we have our phones, our tablets, our computers. But I have seen, I babysitted a kid where her mom blocks out all that stuff, where it's just a kid's everything. She sees kids everything. And so you have that ability to do that for your child. And you should feel comfortable enough of raising your child to know that this, these songs are not your lifestyle. And I will repeat again for the people in the back. These rap songs are not a blueprint for your life. Because a lot of people get confused with that. They feel if you rap about money, drugs, and women, that's the life you have to go into. And that's not it at all. Well, Jaden, I will have to agree on that to a certain extent. I do believe that I believe that music is art and art is a way to express yourself. With that yeah. being said, I feel like if these artists are rapping about it, maybe there's some truth and that's their lifestyle. However, okay, however, I don't believe that it ha- has to do anything with the kids. At the end of the day, the kids are not being forced to listen to this music. And if Cardi B wants to rap about her WAP, that's her freedom. That's how she wants to express herself at the end of the day. And I feel like if it's okay for men to express how they... Do a lot of things. (laughs) A lot of inappropriate things. I think it's okay for a female rap artist to rap about, you know, whatever they want to rap about. The exact same thing. I feel like people are just getting upset because women are taking over. Yeah, I definitely believe that too. We have never seen, I say this year you've seen the most where females have very much dominated the charts. You, uh, uh, Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat were number one for a while. Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce were number two, you know. It's, it's been a year where females have very much dominated the charts. And I think that that is a problem with a lot of people because they're so used of men dominating or men doing this. But now that women are coming out and saying we can do it too, people are like, hold on now. This, this, is, this is too raunchy. This is too this. This is too right. that. You can't say that. Exactly. And that brings us, that brings me to the point where, um, it feels like we have a common theme in today's episode, which is adapting. People need to start adapting to the fact that women are becoming more vocal or becoming more powerful and becoming more independent. Women are strong. Women is becoming America. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, even through all the whole big questions and everything, I personally, I like the song. I think the song is a, has a very good beat. And that's, to me, what saves the song is the beat. The beat is just, 
it's something you haven't really heard before. And so exactly. it, it, intri- it intrigues you right when you listen to it, right when you hear that beat drop, it's like, whoa, what is this? Like, exactly. And, and so I, I think that everybody needed something to just shock you, like, hold up, what is this? Exactly. And also, just to piggyback off of what you just said, although the song may not may not have the most positive message behind it, it's not the song, song, right? The song is catchy and it's memorable. And at yeah. the end of the day, even though it may not have the most positive message on it, it's number one for a reason. Exactly. 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 It is number one. You're exactly right. It is number one for a reason. I know I'm exactly it, right. It caught a, <laughs> it caught a lot of people's ear, and it, also the music video caught a lot of people's eye, and so. You know, all those streams, all those views are going to generate to them being number one. And that's what they are. So I give my huge congratulations to Megan and Cardi. This is huge. This is great for female rappers. And this is only this is big for female rap collaborations. A lot of people try to tear down female rap and try to uh, tear down, try to pit them against each other. And this I feel this song really showed that once women come together, once female rappers come together, they create hits. And it's just a very exciting to see later down the line where more female rappers collaborate because I know they can generate hits. I'm just waiting on the Cardi B and uh, Nicki Minaj uh, feature. I'm just saying. Right. And I feel like at the end of the day, instead of you just mentioned Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, and I know that they have some beef, correct? Yes. I feel like especially women in this type of industry, yeah, it's okay to compete with each other, but compete with each other, not against each other. Exactly. It's okay to be, you want to be number one. But at the end of the day, the women have to stick together. Okay. Right. Right. And I feel like with all those collaborations that Megan is doing, she did a collaboration with Beyonce. She did one with um, Cardi B. She did one with who else? Um, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Megan is sending out a message. Us women have to work together. Yeah, us as women. Not you, but us as women. I was speaking for Megan. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but definitely I... I do believe that she is really showing you that collaborating with women and not pitting each other against one another and creating something so amazing, it's always going to go number one or it's always going to be top five. And so I definitely do appreciate Megan coming out and stating that you can collaborate with these different women and make hits. Make history. With Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. And not be a problem, and they both respect you. And so, It's about making history. Today on Cancel or Save, we have the illustrious, the award-winning Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres has been hosting her show for 17 years, but there has been recent allegations against her. 
Staffers have claimed that the work environment of the show is anything but kind. Employees allege that there is a toxic work environment behind the scenes of the daytime talk show. One current and 10 former staffers spoke anonymously about their experiences on set. Instances of racial microaggressions and fear of retribution for raising complaints. There's also have been reports stating that she wants out of her show. Now, Ellen, what I have to say is, why do you want out of your show if you have made claims saying you did not know that these things were happening? Exactly. That's exactly what I was just about to say. For me, Jaden, I think I'm going to cancel her. Because at the end of the day, she just is just making it more obvious that there is stuff that she knew about that was going on. Because there's no reason why 10 of your coworkers or your employees are, one, reporting anonymously. That's just showing that they're afraid to say something and not get equal treatment or the problem being handled. And two, the fact that you want to quit your own show for something you didn't know was going on, that's fishy. Get out of here. She very fishy. I believe I totally agree with you, Jonathan. How can you not know anything? But now your show you want out of your show. I understand your show has this reputation of being the happy, go lucky, give everyone prizes. But if you don't know about this situation, change it. Make sure that you are fully involved with the processes of hiring, making sure your staffers feel good. Now, I may understand as a host, you know, you may have all your other coworkers make everything for you, and then you just come to the show, do what you have to do, and then leave. But with instances like these, you have to. You have to be more hands-on with something that has your name attached to it, Exactly. And even if she knew nothing about it, when you found out about these situations, that was your time to get familiar about what was going on and you need to handle it exactly exactly now helen i hope that you can get from this i hope that you can rise from this but i'm sorry sweetheart i'm gonna have to cancel you too yeah and and i love ellen i love dory i love everything ellen does for the community but at the end of the day if you're not treating your staff right that genuine that generosity that she is handing out or persona that she wants to give when the cameras are on her to me it's fake exactly exactly and the reason why i have to cancel you ellen is because i just i feel that you're not genuine yeah i feel that this whole situation you are not being genuine i feel it's a lot of Oh, poor me. No, poor me. Look at me. I'm sad. And then, okay, let me change my work environment so I don't get any more complaints like this ever again. Right. No one can come out and say Ellen DeGeneres is a toxic person. No one can say that. And she needs to understand, not only is she representing the film industry, the reality industry. She's representing the LGBTQ industry. She's representing right. women and she's representing white people. Now, I mean, yeah. white people already have a bad rap, but this is just making it worse. Being honest, just being honest. But hopefully she can, you know, be saved from this. 
But looks like from Gen Z, Ellen, you're, you're canceled. canceled. Final treat for you guys Topic. is what we call question of the week. Now, question of the week is, if you could disinvent one thing, what would it be? Now, for me personally, I disinvent anything to do with coconut. I cannot stand coconut. I don't like coconut cake. I don't like the little coconut candy. I don't like coconut milk. I don't even like the coconut. <laughs> so, if that could go away, I'd be perfectly fine. What is it that you have with coconut? Is it like the texture? Is it's, it's the taste? It's the texture when you? It's like it just has this crunchy but gross. It's ugh. It's just ugh. I ugh no no. If it's on my plate, I'm throwing the whole plate away. If it touches anything on my plate, the whole plate is gone. I'm done eating. I'm not hungry. No. Wow. Well, yeah. wow. I That's cool. But um, so if I could disinvent one thing, what would it be? Okay, that's a good question. For me, it would be men, Jaden. What? Men. <laughs> men? Why would you disinvent men, Jonathan? Like, I'm just joking. But in all seriousness, if I can disinvent one thing, what would it be? It would definitely be racism. Come on now. Yes. And yes, I'm sorry, yes. you dethrone you Caucasian Americans, but I'm gonna have to take what you invented and destroy. Racism is yes. such so negative. Like very, very. Like it. It should be canceled. Right. Like it's just self-explanatory. And I'm sorry, Donald Trump, but yeah, I'm gonna have to cancel racism. I definitely, I definitely agree with you. Disinvent racism. I, I definitely agree. That is something that really needs to be disinvented. Like, really. <laughs> like, for real. But now we are at the end of the first episode extravaganza. I know, I know. I hear the cries already. But trust me, we'll be back next Wednesday for episode two. But until then, I'm Jaden. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll see you around.